Todd Bowles was officially introduced as the Buccaneers' new head coach. What does this mean for the Bucs moving into 2022 and beyond? And could a new head coach now spark the return of a key member of the Super Bowl roster? Plenty to discuss. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bucks Nation, and welcome to the Locked On Bucks Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. We thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, joined by my phenomenal co-host, David Harrison. Make sure you're following along on Twitter, at Locked On Bucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Thank you again for making us your first listen or review of the day, Bucks Nation. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers officially introduced Todd Bowles as their new head coach on Thursday at a press conference that also included a goodbye to Bruce Arians as the now former head coach as he transitions into the front office as senior football consultants retiring uh, for the second time from being a head coach in the NFL. Bowles is now getting his second shot at coaching an NFL team after what can only be described as an underwhelming stint with the New York Jets. Yeah, it was uh, it was really interesting to watch this press conference going on. And um, David, I'm not sure if you had the opportunity to catch it. I know you were extremely busy on uh, on Thursday. But of course, it definitely made you realize how much you're going to miss Bruce Arians talking to the media because yeah. he just he let it all fly. And um, it was really exciting to hear some of the things that, that Todd Bowles was saying, you know, some of the experiences that he learned being a head coach of the New York Jets and and things that he's going to do differently this time around, things that he's learned from Bruce Arians, working with him over the course of the past three years and and just kind of putting it all together. Shout out to our buddy Evan Klosky. I knew Evan was going to be the first guy asking Todd Bowles a question when they opened up the Q&A session, so uh, shout out to him. But it, uh, it really seems like, you know, it's going to be a pretty seamless transition, right? I mean, you and I have been talking about this for quite a few years now that it, it would only make sense that Todd Bowles would be the one to just kind of take over uh, once Bruce Arians decided to retire. It just it, it came as a big surprise. And I know you had just finished recording uh, Thursday's episode right before this news broke. And, and that kind of threw the night through, uh, you know, through a loop. But, um, you know. As, as a head coach the first time, Todd Bowles wasn't really set up for success, right? And I want to shout out real quick before I pass the mic over to you, at uh, FBG Chase on Twitter. Uh, his name is Football Perspective. And he made a list. He said, Todd Bowles is a head coach in New York. He was 13 and 14 with Ryan Fitzpatrick, 5 and 11 with Josh McCown, 4 and 9 with Sam Darnold, 1 and 6 with Bryce Petty. And then one and zero with Geno Smith, and he elaborated and and kind of, you know, went on to to talk about how Fitzpatrick's winning percentage with Todd Bowles was four eighty one. Without Todd Bowles, Fitzpatrick's winning percentage is three eighty eight. Okay. Josh McCown three thirteen win percentage with Bowles three hundred without. 
Darnold, 308 win percentage with Bowles. He ends up with a 361 without, and I, I think we can attribute some of that to the uh, the hot start that the Panthers had last year. But Todd Bowles, he was basically set up for failure, didn't get a lot of input in, in their draft decisions, yeah. and he just didn't – he wasn't dealt a good hand. Here, he's basically been dealt a, you know, darn near a, flo- a royal flush. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this time around is definitely going to be much different for Todd Bowles. And, and like you said, taking all those experiences, really, if you look at it, I mean, Todd Bowles is is coming in with about five coaching tenures, head coaching tenures uh, combined. You know, well, four, really. This will be the fifth one. Because when you look at Bruce Arians, uh, the experience he got with the Indianapolis Colts, filling in for Chuck Pagano when he was dealing with his illness, that's head coaching experience. Then he moves to Arizona, and he's got head coaching experience. That's head coaching experience number two. Then he comes to Tampa, and now he's the head coach. So that's three stops that Bruce Arians got as, a, as an NFL head coach, twice winning the Coach of the Year Award. Todd Bowles has his one in New York Jets. All of that experience, all of that conversation, all of that knowledge is in Todd Bowles. All of those lessons learned are in Todd Bowles. And if Todd Bowles has shown us anything throughout his tenure with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if you didn't already know it, is that he has the ability to craft and adjust as he needs to. Um, and, and, and those are going to be extremely valuable things. We talk about the leadership potential of an individual it's one the ability to be real with your people two the ability to earn their respect and three the ability to keep their respect because that's really the biggest thing earning respect uh, almost kind of happens automatically you get made the head coach you get put in charge people kind of come into these types of scenarios really kind of giving you the benefit of the doubt and kind of throwing that respect at you right off the bat whether you keep it or not is a totally different subject and we know uh that that the that todd bowles a lot of people could say a lot of things about him losing record in New York and all that other stuff. And it didn't go well, but like you said, how much of that was Todd and how much of that were the circumstances around him. We always say this context matters. Context matters in that situation. It matters in this situation. And if you want to go on top of it, Arians isn't going anywhere, but, but he and Todd Bowles have a relationship built on again, mutual respect and trust. So it's not going to be Arians pulling Todd Bowles, strings and in all this other stuff. It's going to be Todd Bowles taking all of that uh, experience and knowledge, and now he's armed with a general manager that sees things the same way that he does, with a staff that already knows how to to execute the vision that they have moving forward, and a roster that knows him, has been successful with him, and will continue to work with him. Uh, I, I mean, again, if listen, I will say this. If Todd Bowles isn't successful as an NFL head coach with this team, he's just not meant to be an NFL head coach, um, but I don't think that's going to be the result of this uh, James, we've got some reactions for people. People have obviously been reacting for the last 24 going on 48 hours. So let's dive into the voicemail box and let's hear from our guy Layton down in Tampa. Hey guys, it's Layton in Tampa. Um, wow. What an off season. BA retires, Bulls becomes head coach. I like it. I'm glad BA still be in the front office. I think it's going to be an interesting Rest of the offseason and season upcoming, but let's go. Football never stops. Have a good one, guys. Go Bucks. All right, Leighton, thank you for the call. And look, David, we are going to have more on the new coaching move by the Buccaneers and what Bulls taking over actually means for the Bucks this season and beyond. But first, it is that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is down to the final four For the first time in tournament history, we get North Carolina against Duke. Let's go. 
from the, all the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Lots on Bucks podcast wrapping up the week. David Harrison and James Jarko on Twitter at dharrison82 at jarko underscore bucks. The show at locked on bucks. Todd Bowles, the new head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and again uh, a, a little bit later of a reaction to this because of how late the news broke on uh, Wednesday night. But here we are. We're going to talk about this whole thing. Todd Bowles as an NFL head coach, James. We talked about a little bit about the history about some of the lessons he's bringing into it. Uh, but at the end of the day, history does not always uh foresee the future now i know it, it, that kind of counterbalances a little bit of what we like to say right but in in the nfl especially we've seen coaches who get a second chance and we've seen general managers even sometimes who get a second chance go out there and be able to do good things we've also seen some go out there and fall flat on their faces james me personally i think and i kind of say this at the end of segment one i think this is going to be fine i think top bowl is going to be fine and i'm going to kind of go against my nature and i'm going to state why he's going to be fine by kind of disagreeing with a take that's being floated around already amongst Bucks Nation and uh, really not the media, but so more so the fan base than anything. And that is zero coverage against the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I was asked about this on the Locked On Today show. I was, I was, I knew it was coming. I was asked about it in our water cooler um, as well. And I don't blame anybody for having the, the conversation, but here is what I will say. Being a successful head coach has so many more layers to it than playing or calling calling plays, right? Whether you call plays or you not, or you don't call plays, all those things. And on a surface level, media members, we eat up on it. Fans eat up on it, right? We love to point out all those things. But being a successful head coach has so much more to do. It's, it's about processes. It's about principles. It's about it's about tactics and techniques and things that you're going to use to defeat your opponent. And it's about quality control amongst all of these other things, right? So there was, there was a little bit of a hubbub made about Bruce Arians not being in game planning sessions for the entire period and all this other stuff. That's not really a head coach's job. And, and going to the other team I cover, the Washington Commanders, I know they haven't had a lot of success. So it's like, why are you using the Washington Commanders as a reason to defend your point? But listen, it's just talking about kind of the process and how this works. The head coach can't be everywhere. The head coach can't be in all the meeting rooms to tell a cornerback, hey, you need to have your footwork do this or go to the linebacker and say, hey, you need to shift side to side like this when, when you see this type of action and formation. That's not his job. All right. So Todd Bowles and what his job is isn't necessarily in there to, to call plays, whether he calls plays or not. We'll get into all that here in just a second. But a play call, to, to, to look at a play call and use that as a reason why you think that a guy might not be successful as a head coach is, is beyond short-sighted. Like to say that short-sighted, would be the the understatement of the, of the century, okay? Because what Todd Bowles has done since 2019 is taken this defense. He inherited a 4-3 defense. And since then, he has replaced eight of the starters, all right? Seven of the starters, my bad, unless you count Jason Pierre-Paul. More, most likely going into the season, you're going to talk about eight new starters, right? From the defensive roster that he inherited from 2018, moving to 2019, I know not all those guys were under contract, only four of them remained through this last season. Jordan Whitehead was one of them. He is now gone. 
And Todd Bowles has taken piece by piece, player by player, mentored them. Jamel Dean had a potentially career-ending game against the Seattle Seahawks, James. Remember that game? Oh, we yeah, talked about that. We said that day, that game was going to be a crossroads for Jamel Dean. If Jamel Dean washed out of the NFL, he could point to that game and say he never rebounded from getting smoked by the Seattle Seahawks. If he did, it was going to be because he swallowed his pride. I'm not saying that pride was a problem in the first place, but he swallowed his pride. He took his lessons and he got coached and he took it and he ran with it. That's exactly what's happening. Not, not an all-star, not a pro bowler, got it, but he is, he is rebounded from that very, very nicely. Todd Bowles has made this a defensive team. And if you're going to applaud the zero, they're not the zero gap, the a gap safety blitzes that nobody does. Nobody does that guys. Nobody does a gap safety blitzes. If you're going to applaud both of your perimeter cornerbacks coming off the edge at Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, if you're going to applaud that, you're going to have to deal with the zero blitz. Antoine Winfield Jr. playing trail technique, which I promise you, Todd Bowles did not tell Antoine Winfield Jr. to play trail on Cooper Cup with zero coverage. You have to take the good with the bad. Bruce Arians, shout out to Alex Clancy, host of Locked On Cardinals, and I'm going long. Shout out to Alex Clancy, host of Locked On Cardinals podcast. He said it perfectly in our water cooler meeting today, James. Todd Bowles, without the swagger and the words and all that stuff, he is the Bruce Arians of defense. He is the no risk it, no biscuit. He has told us he comes into defense. He he runs his defense like an offense. We're not going to respond to what you do. We're going to make you do what we want you to do, and we're going to make you play into our strengths. He attacks. You want that as a head coach. You don't want this passive sit back and see what happens, head coach. You want the attacker. That's why Todd Bowles is the right man for this job. That's why I fully support Todd Bowles as the next head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I I do like the move a lot, and I I had a friend of mine text me, and and he goes uh, he goes Todd Bowles stinks by the way, and then put some laughing emojis, and I said, but does he? But does he? Though? Because because look, Todd Bowles was dealt as I said in the first segment, such a bad hand in New York, yeah. and he didn't have the control that he needed, not not even so much that he wanted that he needed as a head coach to try to build something that was going to turn that franchise around. It was widely reported that he didn't want to draft Sam Darnold and he was overruled. He was pointing to other players that the team needed more to turn them around. And he was overruled by, by a GM. You know, that's not what you're going to have in Tampa. He already has his players in place and they're going to continue to build on that. What I love so much about this beyond everything that you just mentioned, because I agree completely with, with your take and, and you have to take the good with the bad and you can't judge a guy on, on one particular play is the continuity, the continuity of this staff. Everything is the same for these players, for the coaching staff. The only difference is the guy driving the golf cart at training camp. That's it because the systems are staying the same. The, the coaches are staying the same. Now, my one concern, and I'm not sure if this is going to be a, a yearly thing, but Todd Bowles did say that for this season, he was going to maintain the play calling despite yeah. the Buccaneers having co-defensive coordinators in Larry Foote and Casey Rogers. Right. I don't like that. No. And the reason I don't like that is because that's one thing that – 
Bowles should have taken off of his plate. You obviously trust Larry Foote. You obviously trust Casey Rogers. You need to give one of them the opportunity to call the plays because as, as he learned in New York, there are so many things that a head coach is responsible for. I don't, I, and I could be wrong and I could be proved wrong. I don't want his focus on play calling to detract from the overall good of the team. And I, I always am concerned when the head coach is also the play caller and it works it works for plenty of teams. It worked for Bruce Arians for years. It works for Sean McVay. It works for all these people. But for a guy who needs a bounce back and has been dealt a hand like this in Tampa, you may only get one shot with Brady under center. You have to capitalize, and I, I just don't want anything to take away from the overall job as a head coach like the play calling. No, absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. I mean, I've – People who have listened to this show kind of basically know that I'm I'm pro head coaches worrying about the management of the game and the overall quality control, like I said, and the situational decision making from a head coach. Um, the only thing I can I can lean on is that top bowls again. You you've got four head coaching tenures worth of it, worth of information at your fingertips and lessons learned. Uh, you know, to me, it's just it's got to be about a balance of 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 calling the plays but also making sure that you're you're situationally aware uh, of what's going on but look you, you've got other other coaches you've got other players or people on, on the staff and perhaps he's going to have somebody kind of helps him out with that whole thing I think at the, at the end of the day it's about having the support for the structure you're trying to put through but i do want to point out one thing too james just for those who detract from todd bowles his potential as a head coach because of uh the the tampa bay defense you know perceived or, or, or not perceived there were three defenses in the in the NFC playoff race 2021 that did not have a first round draft pick in their secondary, right? Three of them. The Buccaneers, the Cardinals, and the Eagles. Only one of them had a defense that anybody was afraid of. And that showed through in the first round. That was Todd Bowles. So I mean, in a day, in a day and age of a passing era game that we have in the NFL, Todd Bowles is craft has crafted one of the best defenses in the NFL and a very, very sturdy pass defense. Yes, there are moments. I get it. Zero coverage. I got it. There are moments. Okay. But again, he's doing a lot more with a lot less than, than a lot of other people have. And you look at the Washington commanders, four first round draft picks in their front seven, four first round draft picks in their front seven, four first round draft picks in their front seven and two in the back end. And they're not even in the playoffs. So that's all, that's all I'm saying. So James, we're going to get to another caller here, another reaction. This time we're here from a longtime listener, as he says, first-time caller. Always happy to hear from our first-time call, first callers. So let's kick it over now to Raphael. What's up, Buck Nation? Raphael from Texas. First-time caller, long-time listener. Decided to call in and say how proud I am to be a Buck. The Buccaneers led the charge by being the first NFL team to hire two full-time women coaches. B.A. passed the torch to Bose by stepping down, which ensues his legacy. Fire the cannon, boys. I'm looking forward to a new season with Bowles at the helm. Let's go. One thing the hiring of Todd Bowles as next head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers might spark is the return of defensive lineman and Dominican Sue, which I am here for every single day, twice on Sunday. He might be coming back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But first, have you tried Built Bar Puffs? Because if you haven't, then you're missing out on one of the best Built Bar products on the market. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow they're fluffy and they're tasty they're delicious they're a treat they're also healthy for you and they're covered in 100 percent chocolate they're a fan favorite for a reason 
with delicious flavors like banana cream pie. All built bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Yes, including the puffs, 100% real chocolate, low calorie, high protein. You can replace your candy bar with them. You can eat two candy bars for the caloric intake of one traditional candy bar. Uh, that's more treats for you and still kind of defeats the health purposes. But you get two of them if you want to go that route. Most built bars do contain 130 calories, where most uh, traditional candy bar, again, 240, so almost double. And with flavors like mint, brownie, coconut, almond, that, that banana cream pie uh, that we talked about, there's a lemon cheesecake one, James, a puff that is amazing. It's, it's absolutely one of my favorites. Uh, tastes delicious because built bar is all about the taste. They make it taste delicious. Then they worry about the flavor or the, the health first. And trust me, there are companies that put the health before the flavor. That's not what you want. And that's not what you get at built bar. You get the flavor first, go to built.com use promo code lock 15. You'll get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code lock 15, 15% off at built.com. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On a Bucks podcast. James Yarko, David Harrison on Twitter at JYarko underscore Bucks at DHarrison82. David, the players have spoken in support and excitement that Todd Bowles is getting this head coaching job. Oh. That includes your boy and Dominican Sue. And look, after the announcement on Wednesday night that Arians was retiring and Todd Bowles would be his successor, Devin White and former Todd Bowles player Jamal Adams took to Twitter to express their excitement and support over Todd Bowles getting this job. Shaquille Barrett was on Sirius XM radio saying that he was shocked that Arians at Arians decision, but then he was so excited for Todd Bowles to take over. Yeah. And there was Indomitian Sue. Indomitian Sue on Twitter Thursday said, quote, congrats to Todd Bowles on becoming head coach of a great team that still feels one man light on talent. I emojis and quote, yeah. David, your thoughts on Indomitian Sue looking to return to the Bucks. Yeah, look, I think Adamic is 100% correct that the team feels one man light on talent. And as soon as Rob Gronkowski signs his contract, we can get that whole dance over with uh, and the team will be set. I'm kidding, of course. That was, that was very well done. Uh, <laughs> I knew something was going to come as the way you started that sentence. Uh, yeah. I didn't know exactly what direction you were going to take it in. Well done, sir. Yeah. So listen, Twitter needs to come up with an edit button and Dominican needs to change that to two men short or two guys short uh, to being full. And and we need to see as much of this band come back uh, as we can. And that's what needs to happen. So I'm all about it. Hopefully it does get done sooner rather than later. Uh, Todd Bowles was asked about Tyra Matthew and whether or not he thought Tyra Matthew would give the quote unquote family discount to come back to Tampa and Bulls responded that they're just trying to get Sue back first before they do anything else. I love Tyra Matthew, but I love that answer even more. Take care of the guys you have, take care of the guys who have bled, who have, have sweat through all, all through the summers and in training camps in Tampa, Florida, um, and take care of the guys that everybody else called a dirty player and a locker room cancer and a, and a thug and a heathen and all these other things, but actually turned out to be one of the best leaders on your team. Take care of him first, and the rest will follow and believe me. Guys like Tyron Matthew, pay attention to the things like that. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I was I was genuinely surprised that they asked about Tyron Matthew just because of the addition of Logan Ryan. And then I remember what you and I have been saying on this podcast, and that Logan Ryan's that that Swiss Army knife. And you know, adding Tyron Matthew wouldn't take away from the addition that Logan Ryan would make. But 
I, I did notice it was interesting that when Bowles was asked about that, he specifically said that they were trying to get Sue back yeah. before they brought in any more outside additions. Why not? We're trying to bring Sue and Gronk back. Mm -hmm. uh, I, uh, you know, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Todd Bowles, he's a defensive guy. You know, Byron Leftwich had gotten promoted, then he would have said that they were trying to get Gronk back before they Maybe. got Julio under contract. <laughs> that would have been the question over there. Um, well, I do. I mean, I kind of also feel like I think the Bucks have pretty much made it clear that they want Gronk back. I mean, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of a. I think it's kind of a given. Like, I mean, I have a draft profile yeah. dropping Friday morning uh, on Oklahoma Boomer Sooner. Perry on Winfrey and I'm talking about, you know, could Perry on Winfrey be in Dominican Sue's replacement? And yeah. then Todd Bowles says that and slaps me in the face because that wasted, you know, a few hours of my life on Wednesday. But when I wrote that, I didn't know that Todd Bowles was going to be the head coach or that they were trying Listen, to get Sue back in the building. Bring Perry on back in anyway, and he can replace Dominican as a starter in 2023. So and he can be valuable depth moving in 2022. So we're going, we're going Joe Tryon Shoyinka slash JPP yeah. with Perry on Winfrey and Adamic and Sue. I don't Absolutely. hate that. Absolutely. I don't hate that. But if you're going to yeah. use a first round pick on someone, I need it to be someone that's going to make a little bit more of an immediate impact rather than be a depth or a rotational guy. But David, one more time for this episode, we need to hit up the voicemail line and we need to hear from our guy. Tyler from Boston. What's up, boys? Tyler from Boston. Just calling about the Bruce Arian news. Um, I mean, what a ride it was. I'm happy for Bruce, and I hope that, you know, I hope that he's well, and I hope that, you know, he's excited for the next steps, whatever he chooses to do. I mean, I mean, what a cool dad coach. <laughs> but, uh, you know, BA is an appropriate uh, acronym to describe BA. You know, he's a, he's an awesome coach, and I'm also excited for, Todd Bowles, you know, I'm really excited that Todd Bowles has another opportunity to coach in the NFL. And it just so happens to be kind of that handshake agreement that you guys seem to think was on the table, which, you know, I also subscribe to. And, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens to the defense. Uh, but, you know, overall, I'm happy and I'm happy for BA. Go Bucks. All right, Tyler, thank you very much for the call. One thing that we didn't mention, David, I, I will touch on it real quick. We obviously probably could have filled an entire segment with it. Bruce Arians will be inducted into the Buccaneers Ring of Honor this upcoming season. Uh, Well-deserved. Highest winning percentage uh, for a head coach in Buccaneers history. They had six playoff wins before Bruce. Now they have 11. Um so it was it was a nice surprise announcement. Had Bruce a little bit emotional, and I do have to say, probably my favorite part of the uh, the presser, other than him taking a shot at Mike Florio, was saying that you know he's the the senior football consultant, and he doesn't know what the hell that means, but he's excited to find out. He's gonna figure, he's gonna figure it out just like he's figured everything else out. Yeah, and I mean, and I know we're in the day and age of a passing game and and all that other stuff, and uh, Bruce is kind of known for the you know the the aggressive offense, but look. Tampa Bay's top three scoring offenses in the history of their team all belong to Bruce Arians' squads. So, I mean, uh, that's still something to be said because it's not like the passing game just became a priority in the National Football League. It's been around for a minute. So, um, very, very well-deserved. And thankfully, so far, haven't seen anybody trying to say that he shouldn't be in the ring of honor. He absolutely should be, and Tom Brady will probably be in there in the next couple 
of years as well. Um, James. Yeah. Um, so we're going to wrap things up on this episode by me kicking it right back over to you, David. You uh, you tweeted out some things on uh, on Thursday. Yeah. And we even got a very concerned response in uh, in this Twitter thread that you sent out where you announced mm -hmm. that you had written up that that Bruce Arians would be inducted into the Buccaneers Ring of Honor by saying that this post about Bruce Arians going into the Ring of Honor is my last as a writer for Bucks Nation. Uh, I know Layton. Had responded. We had uh -huh. at 12 Simon 12 say, Hope you'll still be hosting the Locked On Bucks podcast with James. Essential listening every day. So shout out to Simon. Uh, I did respond that as far as I know, you're sticking around the Locked On Bucks podcast, but Hello. you have a really exciting announcement uh that I will I will hand the floor over to you, good sir. Yeah, so I appreciate it. So yeah, um, I will be I am saying it locked on buck. We'll just get that out of the way. Right off the bat, I am saying it locked on bucks. James already knows that, so stop reacting like you didn't know that. Um, but yeah, Thursday was my last day at BucksNation.com. It's been a great ride. James, you and I came over together from fan sided. We brought Bailey Adams with us because you, you can't go anywhere without Bailey. Bailey is 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 the man um and, and big things in his future as well. But uh, unfortunately, in, in life, things things you know tend to tend to go a certain kind of way. I got an opportunity um, that you were uh, you know aware of the entire process and, and everything, supported it fully, which I appreciate. Obviously, as my partner in crime here, and I will be joining Bucks Game Day uh, tomorrow or today, depending on when you're watching or listening. April first, and it's not an April Fool's Day joke; it is the truth. Um, I will be joining Bucks Game Day, which, for those who don't know, is Sports Illustrated's uh, Buccaneers coverage site. I'm excited to be joining those guys over there, reuniting with Dustin Lewis, actually, who uh, was in the crew at Fansided with us for, for a period of time. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to get going on that. So I'm, I'm still writing about the Buccaneers, still talking about the Buccaneers. The only thing that has changed is the address and uh, the outro and the intro of this show, which I enjoy or I look forward to enjoying James struggling from time to time on getting those uh, back into a back into a rhythm. Yeah, because we just changed the intro and outro, and I started to get used to it, and now we have to change it again. This is going to be this is going to be a struggle. But no, I'm very excited for you and, and your opportunity you. over at Bucks Game Day. They are crushing it over there. Uh, very excited to see all of your work with the uh, the Bucks Game Day crew there with Sports Illustrated's coverage of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. With that. David, we are going to get out of here for the weekend. We want to thank everyone for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view of the day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Ryan Tracy, former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker, bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is also free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back on Monday. But until then, if you have reactions to Todd Bowles becoming the head coach, questions about the Buccaneers or what this hire could mean, if you want to thank Bruce Arians uh, you know, on the podcast for the work that he did over the course of the last three years, you can give us a call like Tyler, Raphael, and Layton to 813-444-5841 or send us an email to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. For David Harrison, I am James Yarko, and until we speak again, make sure you're checking out everything that we're writing over at BucksGameDay.com and BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82.
2022. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another, fire those cannons. And thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks.